Fuck me, right? That was good enough. What's going on, Mr. Jason? And that's how it's supposed to go. No ads blocking the intro. That's good. That's good. What's going on, Mr. Javier? How you doing? We got Ryan here too. And we got D-Ball. What's up? We the members here. JD McRae. Of course, uh, today is Tuesday, so we'll do a members-only um, post-show stream. Rock is you. How you doing? Rowdy. How's it going, bud? Yeah, I know, right? Jeez. A lot of things. But yeah, I was like, I was trying to pick, like, what was the topic that I want to mainly talk about on the show? And that's why it was kind of going, I was going back and forth. And uh, even, like, uh, one of the topics that I was going to actually talk about, I went, all right, something else kind of came about that's going to get put in its place. Still Batman-related, but the whole thing, if you saw my Twitter, and I was going to talk about the Batman spinoff series, Maybe not so much anymore because that was going to be a brief topic because basically what happened was the rumor, it was not really anything that much. I just thought, well, might as well talk about it because it is the Batman and it was basically just the working title was titled Arkham, I guess, when they film it. And that was pretty much it. And that wasn't even like a confirmation. It was just... It was just a rumor. That's all it was. And then all of a sudden something else came about, which was Michael Keaton talking about putting on the bat suit once again that just kind of made its way on the timeline i went all right that'll be the sep second sepic sepic second topic that i'll be talking about of course on tonight's uh, film junkie live the first one of course being deathstroke was so far in i mean yeah we'll, we'll get there but deathstroke and the suicide squad main character in the in the spot of blood sport that we're going to be talking about that for sure, it's going to be uh, interesting. I, I, I kind of want to get your guys. I, I do want to get your guys' take, like about that whole thing, and then, um, and then, of course, we'll be talking about other things such as, um, you know, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Even though it's, you know, it, and it's it's funny too because no matter what, Hugh Jackman's going to always have to squash any kind of rumors that he's going to come back as Wolverine. But yes, recently he did just do that, so we'll talk about him squashing any kind of rumors that he's coming back, and then, of course. Uh, we'll talk about that this Black Widow deleted scene that I have yet to watch that I'll react to here, and it's going to be interesting because a lot of people are going to go in, why the hell did they not end this movie like that? And, well, when it comes to Black Widow, you've seen my review, spoiler review, I kind of go, why the hell did they do not a lot of things? So 
We'll be talking about that, of course, so it'll be good. Ooh, easy there, StreamYard. What are you doing? Hmm. But uh, hey, Martina, what's up, darling? How you doing? Yeah, I'm going to click that one. What's going on there, Mr. Michael? How you doing? How's everybody doing? Yes. Paul's here, too, of course. You still haven't watched Black Widow, Jose? Yeah. Um, I mean, just 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 take a good, you know, just take a good amount of edibles. Once it starts kicking in, push play. Maybe you'll have some fun with it. <laughs> just saying. Uh, it's definitely a movie that I saw once and probably won't see again. It's just, yeah. But then again, like I said, the only reason why really to watch Black Widow is Florence. Pew, 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 pew. I mean, watch it for her at least. I would say that. If anybody's been, you know, if you have a thing like I do, or, you know, something when it comes to uh, Florence Pugh, that's that that's that warrants a watch of Black Widow, especially since they could actually do something really cool with their character if they want to. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. Anyways, guys, what's going on, Mr. Strokes? We got a Mr. Oh, stop. they said Strokes. Stokes. Stokes. What's going on? Uh, watching from Wales. Well, thank you for tuning in, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, and we got Mr. Eric Patterson here, of course. But uh, sorry, <laughs> I thought it, I thought. See, that's where my mind goes. I saw, you know, Stokes, and it went to Strokes because, well, I'm immature and just, uh, you know, that's just the way my mind works, sadly. But, uh, anyways, guys, appreciate you clicking in as per usual. Like I said, I wasn't sure. I was going what should be the main topic of the show, and I was kind of going, eh, I gotta make the thumbnail because. Um, well, I will say this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dad, father, film junkie. Happy birthday to you. I don't know if he's actually actually going to watch this episode or anything like that, but still, uh, yes, it's my dad's birthday today. So, uh, I was talking to him, of course, after I, I got done with work. Like I said, I got both my parental units or, you know, we got August 6th, my mom's birthday. August 10th is my dad's birthday. So father film junkie. That's his uh, birthday today. And so, I, of course, I talked to him. He's he was in uh, he lives in Vegas, of course. And uh, yeah, just kind of caught up and uh, talked to him today. So happy birthday to him. I know. So close. I know. Uh, you don't even know, but you like when it when it comes to uh, when it came to I was like, oh, shit, it's August. I got some birthdays I got to make sure everything's good with. So, yeah, when it comes to, uh, yeah, when it comes to my, my parents, four days apart, man, it's pretty awesome. It's actually, and it, it does make it easier because it's just like, hey, got it right there, you know, boom, boom. So, um, yeah, and like I said, we just, we celebrated my mom's birthday, obviously Friday. She went to the Dodgers game, but we went to dinner on Sunday, so... It is, yeah, Papa Film Junkie. I should call him Papa Film Junkie. Not, you know, I was like, Father Film Junkie? What now? Not gonna call him Daddy Film Junkie. That would be just a little weird, okay? Yeah, no, yeah. I hate, you know, that. I don't even, anyways. Yeah, Papa Film Junkie. There you go. That's actually much better there, Matia. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't say Daddy. No, no. That's just that, that I'm, I'm telling you, people have ruined that right there so so papa film junkie we should say papa film junkie it's his uh birthday and i think i actually called him that one time too and um 
I think he uh, he actually bought a couple of my shirts, and then he like Warren sent me he sent me a picture of one of uh, uh of him wearing one of my shirts one time, and I was like tickled me. I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome, man. So anyway, so happy birthday, Dad, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to hang out with him soon. Anyways, guys, uh, make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, uh, do that whole stuff, the notification. Make sure you subscribed, all that. If you want to become a member, like I said, post show we're gonna do a members only stream. And uh, you guys can like pick my brain. We'll talk for about 15, 20 minutes or something. And uh, yeah, we'll have some fun with that. If you want to join the Patreon, you can do the Patreon as well. We'll be doing a Patreon stream. I'm pretty sure this weekend we'll be doing a Patreon stream. If you want to be involved in that, join the Patreon. Helps out the pirate ship. And then, of course, we got all the uh, the merchandise, merchandise, merchandise down below. All of that stuff. I know you guys are laughing. Don't even come on. You guys, I knew, I knew you guys would... You sick-minded fools. Just gross. Just, uh, oh, I knew you guys were going to go that way. God, how dare you? How dare you? Jeez. <sighs> what don't you fucking understand? <laughs> Seriously. Don't do that. It's weird. By the way, it's funny because I'm looking at Twitter right now. I'm looking at what's trending, and David Schwimmer is Trending, and so is Jennifer Aniston. Apparently, there's rumors that they're actually dating. Are Ross and Rachel finally dating in real life? Oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah. Apparently, that's what's happening right now in the Twitter Twitter world. I'm like, David Schwimmer, why is he trending? And then Jennifer Aniston is trending as well. And I went, oh, there's a possibility they might. So maybe that reunion thing that happened, the Friends reunion, and they just saw each other again. I think they actually, I think David Schwimmer admitted that he was crushing on Jennifer Aniston when they first started that show. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Good for them if that's the case, because why not? You know, just uh, never say you were on a break, David. Don't do that. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Um, like I said, to, uh, you know, Cause there wasn't like uh you know, when it came to preparing the show, I went like, ah, what, which ones, what should we talk about? I mean, finally it's winding down. I mean, we're still talking about the suicide squad, obviously. <laughs> it just seems like it's just going to be a nonstop topic for a bit, but then probably after next week and we're not even going to be talking about the suicide squad too much anymore, but it just seems like it's always, there's always the topic of the suicide squad right now because, well, I mean, it is the biggest, the big movie that's out there right now. And of course there's a lot of conversation with it. Um, Wonder Meg, uh, Miss Meg, I don't know if she's out there, probably not. Um, she actually brought it to my attention today that apparently the Suicide Squad is pretty popular on TikTok, which is interesting. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I try to do the TikTok thing, and I don't know if that's going to be for me because unless I do like a, a bunch of sketches and stuff like that, what's going on, Shaking, Shamagic? How you doing, bud? Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, make sure you guys check out him. Check out Shamagic, Magic, man. He's got some uh, got some good videos where, yeah, you're not going to know exactly what he does with those cards. It's crazy. Well, that's a weird after the reunion when they talked about how they crushed on each. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm, that's that's what I'm thinking, Michael. I'm thinking like maybe something got stirred up and they didn't want to say anything and they've been secretly dating and now all of a sudden it's like, eh. but it could be just all tabloid bullshit. Who knows what it what it is, but. Anyways, TikTok, I know. That's I mean, I could fall down a TikTok hole and just look at a bunch of videos, but I can't really get myself to just full on just show everything that I want when I, you know, how am I supposed to show my stuff in TikTok form? I don't know. There's a whole science to it and yes, there's like a whole 
there's a whole community of influencers out there that are benefiting from TikTok, but I have, but it's just, yeah, it's just so quick. Anyways, guys, go to the tweaks. All right. Start off the show, of course, uh, going to the tweets, see what uh, what was going on in the Twitter world today. You know, some certain things, of course. All right, let's see what we got here. Look at this. AT&T is in talks to sell Warner Media's celebrity gossip site, TMZ, to Fox. So Fox, um, but doesn't Disney own Fox? So technically TMZ is going to be owned by Disney. Interesting. And uh, I remember hearing that Warner Media actually did own TMZ, but you know, what are you going to do? It's TMZ. I don't watch it, but you know, sometimes I will reference it. I'll source it when it comes to certain things. Obviously, they've done, uh, you know, they'll get some things out of some of these celebrities when it talks about everything. But yeah, apparently, uh, ATT is just like, we just got to get rid of everything. You know, I don't think Discovery wants TMZ, apparently. So there you go. And uh, Alex Lobo made this. <laughs> this is pretty good right here. I like this. Uh, Alex Lobo right here. He. Uh, <laughs> this is what Superman was doing the entire time. Again, I made the, I made I <laughs> I made this joke because yes, I mean when we see Bloodsport's daughter, that's my dad. That's my dad. I mean, they literally show a shot that was from the movie. And then they just try to be like, Hey, this is broadcast news. There was a cameraman right there watching them. Um, but really good edit right here from Alex Lobo right there. So Superman in the, in the ICU right there. Just, I don't know if he'd be wearing a ventilator, but you know, it adds to the, to the effect. It definitely adds to the effect. So good on him. You got to like that. That's good stuff right there. And then speaking of, uh, of this right here, apparently, according, uh, I mean, geez, what, 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 what is this scene right here? Is this, did Quentin Tarantino direct this scene? <laughs> because feet guys, because of feet, T Quentin Tarantino was like, Oh my God, look at this scene. We already know that this is Quentin Tarantino's favorite scene right here. And it's funny because it's Margot Robbie, of course, who was in once upon a time in Hollywood, which he displayed her feet very much. And uh, apparently, according to James Gunn, this whole scene right here, Margot Robbie did all this. Yeah, it says like right here, James Gunn and Harley Quinn's escape scene in the Suicide Squad. She was able to instantly grab the key with her foot and turn back to put the key into the lock in the lock in, uh, with one scene. And I said, oh, God, I was surprised. So, yeah. So congratulations, James Gunn. Like I said, you uh, you made. Quentin Tarantino's favorite scene right there. So Quentin Tarantino was like images. Oh, look at that. Ah, yeah. So, I mean, good on Margot Robbie. This is, this is why Margot Robbie's badass. She does a lot of shit for the Harley Quinn character. And that's what, I mean, it sucks the fact that, you know, the suicide, you know, the first suicide squad was pretty huge, even though the critics were, you know, kind of shit on it. And hopefully we get to see the real version of that. But, when it came to Birds of Prey, she was still badass, still likable as hell. But of course, Birds of Prey was, you know. And then when it comes to the Suicide Squad, I mean, obviously, we can't look at the full on box office. Got to look at all the stuff. And to be honest, uh, you know, I, I mean, I hope we see Ayer's version. Of course, I think she was probably, in my opinion, the best in the first Suicide Squad and then the Suicide Squad and then 
birds of prey. But anyways, ah, yeah, we're believing everything. Um, the reason why I posted this was because there's like, you know, just a random post from um, a site that I think has posted some, you know, the whole scooping game. And all of a sudden there's like a rumor that Takawatiti is going to be jumping ship from Marvel and possibly be directing a DC film. And I just kind of went, all right, first off, that doesn't make sense when he's got a new Marvel movie that's going to be coming out next year. And at the same time, I thought he was doing other stuff too. There's been many mentions of him doing future projects. Why all of a sudden is he just going to come to DC and just direct something? But what I hate is that the fact that I saw on my timeline that everybody was not really believing it, but it's it, it only because I guess it's Watiti. They had to comment on it and be like, Jesus Christ, Warner Brothers, what are you doing? Because just kind of like how James the how James Gunn is in this in the community. It's like, oh shit. People don't want. And I just can't, I don't know. It was just kind of going. I kept seeing people quote tweet that article and I went, you guys are just gonna take this as face value. This is gospel right here. It's a it's a fucking rumor from uh, you know, a small website. Relax. Let's relax a little bit. Let's relax a little bit, okay? You know, and, and you know, and nothing against Watini. He can direct a movie. I mean, like I said, you know, Jojo Rabbit was actually really good. I mean, it was. It definitely was. But, um, yeah, I don't think that's actually going to happen. I think it's just, it just sounds like it's just, uh, you know, just a silly little rumor. So, and apparently uh, Sylvester Stallone, he posted this right here, which is really great. Nom, 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 nom. So we got King Shark. With Jaws right there. I like that. It's pretty awesome. And look at this, guys. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment celebrates the 25th anniversary of Superman, the animated series, with an October 12th Blu-ray release right there. Fully mastered, remastered series right here. Six-disc collector's edition. So here you go, guys. Superman, the animated series, complete. You can own it on Blu-ray on uh, October 12th right there. So... Showing some love to uh, the animated series right there. And then Dave Batista continues to talk about how Marvel just kind of have cheesed up the Drax character by saying, um, Dave, Dave Batista says, Marvel swept the Drax Thanos history under the rug. Always wondered why, but every reason I could come up with just makes me shake my fucking head. It is what it is. It is what it is. So yeah, remember that whole thing? The whole backstory in the first Guardians of the Galaxy was, you know, Thanos killed Drax's family, so Drax wanted revenge. Yeah. All of a sudden, they just kind of threw that whole thing out. I totally forgot about that, too. So that sucks. Because I could have added a little more, you know, a little more to, uh, to what was happening in Infinity War and Endgame. But they just kind of threw it out, man. It's just, it's such a, it was a good little backstory for Drax, but they're like, nah, you got to be comedy relief, man. That's all you got to do. Hey, Idris Elba, look at this. Playing some knuckles, knock, knock. There you go. So now we have our voice for knuckles for the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. We, we know we, we know we're going to have tails. We know we're going to have knuckles and Idris Elba is going to be voicing knuckles for this movie and he posted this k knock knock right there showing the fist of knuckles right there with his glove and the spikes on the glove and everything so that's gonna be interesting i don't know do we actually have a voice 
they, they haven't cast, did they cast a voice for Tails? I'm trying to remember that now. Let me know, guys. What what happened? What happened with that? Do we have a voice cast for for uh, for Tails? We definitely have for Knuckles, man. Idris Elba, man, just getting out there. He's he's just everywhere right now. Which nothing wrong with that. I think we all love the fact that uh, that we uh, you know Idris Elba. Anytime you hear Idris Elba is in a movie, no matter what he's doing, whether he's voicing a Sega character, whether he's in, you know, playing a an uh, you know a, a character from the DC universe that a lot of people haven't heard about, it doesn't matter. It's Idris Elba. He's going to knock it out. His voice is distinct. His voice is awesome. And hopefully, I don't know if they're going to keep his accent. I think they should. I definitely think they should. Um, what's going on there, Danny? How you doing? He just says, hey, yeah, it's good at anything. Yeah, it's just one of those things. And I love the fact that he's getting a lot of recognition right now. So, uh, Tails is Colleen Osasone. <laughs> I can't even remember. I don't know how to spell. I don't know how to say your last name. So, yeah. So that's who Tails is going to be. Okay. So nobody really relatively known when it comes to Tails, I guess. According to Jose, that's the case. But, hey. We're going to recognize Tails, or we're going to recognize Knuckles. I know a lot of people are like asking for the Shadow character. I don't know if that's going to be incorporated. Maybe that'll be in the next one. All I know is when it comes to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, when I when I watched the first one, yeah, it was cheesy. It was cringy at some points, but Jim fucking Carrey, okay? Jim Carrey stole every scene that he was in, and I think it just reminded me of 90s Jim Carrey, and hopefully we get some more of him in it, and yeah. I know, get Idris Elba and just everything. Just cast him in everything. She's been voicing Tails since 2014. So she's voicing for the movie? Or are they going to do something different for the movie? How dare you, Jose? Throw me off. Yeah, he was back. Yes, definitely, Darren. He was definitely back to his old self when it came to uh, when it came to Sonic the Hedgehog. So there you go, Idris Elba. Knuckles! Good for him. Good for him. And oh boy, guys. Uh, Oh, oh boy. Walter Hamada's here. Watch out. Watch out, guys. You know, she's in the movie. Okay, so she's in the movie too. Okay. All right. See, I didn't know. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Jose. That's why you're a moderator. Then we got uh, Miss Susie Creates doing some TikTok -y stuff right there. Boom. There you go. Antiope right there. Look at that. She posted that. Obviously, she was on the Vodka stream a couple weeks ago and she was awesome. But uh, yeah, she's still killing it. I'm telling you, cosplay TikTok blowing up, definitely blowing up. Of course, we'll be talking about this. Speaking of Margot Robbie, guess what? She's going to be in Wes Anderson's next film. Look at that. Good for Margot. Take a break from uh, the crazy comic book stuff. And uh, now she's going to be in a Wes Anderson film. So the next one which we still have yet to see the current one. I think um, we're all kind of anxiously awaiting that. I forgot what the um, what the title of that one was called, but it got an eight-minute, nine-minute standing ovation. So, yeah, you know what, Buddington, uh, McGee, I'm, not, I'm, I'm actually going to kind of agree with you on that. I'm not going to lie. Like, Wes Anderson, yes, talented director, definitely has a style. You definitely know... That if you're watching a Wes Anderson film, yeah, you definitely know that he is. He does have his signature way of uh, directing a film, yes. But at the same time, is it always 
something that I want to just like watch? No, not, not necessarily, but you know, nothing wrong with that. So is Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is also in there. Um, I forgot who else is in this cast too, but yeah, but Hey, good for Margot Robbie. Uh, and of course, Bill Murray's in there. He's always in every, uh, and, uh, I think Kate Blanchett is also in there. Very curious to see what kind of character I know. See, I think what I like about it is the fact that, you know, Margot Robbie, she's expanding. I mean, I, I, she's a, she's, you have to watch non, I mean, watch, you watch Tanya, I, Tanya, watch, um, God, what was that movie that just came in? I watched it. There was a movie that she was in that, that came out where she was kind of like a fugitive and it took place back, uh, uh, like in the thirties, I think, or something like that. Um, I forgot what it was called, but you know, she's actually, she's a very good actress. She really is. She really is. You know, we, I mean, obviously she's drop dead gorgeous and we love her as Harley Quinn, but man. Oh yeah. You are here, Carrie. How you doing, Carrie? I see you, but, um, what's going on? Uh, Mr. Valle. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to see that that's the case right there. I'm glad she's uh, getting more roles like that. More serious roles. For Margot Robbie, that's all. I just like to see that because obviously, when you know, it's questionable. We talked about it yesterday when it comes to her, her Harley Quinn being like a big box office pull. Not really. I mean, obviously, when you look at Birds of Prey, you look at the Suicide Squad, but of course, there's many other factors when it comes to the Suicide Squad. But yeah, when it comes to the big pull, you know, as much as we love her, Dreamland. Thank you, Jose. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that like a month ago. Pretty damn good. Good, good movie right there. So and then we got the, the flash film news Twitter right here, which, uh, I suggest you guys follow. Um, look at this poster right here. Pretty awesome. <laughs> I love the fact that he, that they put, uh, this Barry Allen right here. So we got Barry, we got Iris, we got both, both Bruce Wayne's. And of course we got Miss Sasha right here is Supergirl, And then, um, a Batman returns shot as well. Central city. Him running right there. God, November 4th. That's 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 crazy. It's crazy. We got some more uh, amazing art from uh, Leo Arts right here, showing the Val Kilmer Bruce Wayne as well as the Val Kilmer Batman. Looks great. And hey, look at this, guys. Governor Cuomo. Yeah, that's right. Governor Cuomo, who, uh, you know, was uh, looked at. I was, uh, I was the... Uh, I was the governor that was saving everybody, but not, apparently he couldn't save himself from himself. But so anybody, uh, I don't know how anybody feels about this, but you know, I think a lot, I think most politicians are crap. They're shit. And Cuomo is uh, no different, but yeah, apparently he's resigning because you know, he's likely going to get an impeachment for all the sexual harassment allegations, which is just hilarious because you know, there was like a tweet that was floating around too that he even said like back like years ago that said, it, you know, every allegation should be taken seriously and this, that, and this. And it's like, it's just, it's just sad when you see this kind of stuff like happening. Another, yeah. Yeah. It's like, and it's funny too, because during the pandemic, man, I tell you what, the media was praising this guy. Like he was like the next coming of Christ or, you know, that he was just going to heal everybody. He's going to heal everybody from COVID when in actual, in actuality, he, uh, well, when it came to the whole retirement homes thing, he kind of effed that up, but the media was all about it. Now the media is going, Oh shit. Uh, well, we, we, we knew <laughs> we didn't, uh, <laughs> it's like fucking a man. 
ah, these politicians, I swear. And, you know, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. There's just shitty politicians on both sides. And California has one. New York has one. But not anymore. So what can he do? Ooh, and then, of course, we've got the Samurai collection when it comes to uh, the Imperial Palace, I should say, collection of some Justice League members right here. I posted this today, but I, they, of course, have Green Lantern. They have all of them. Um, but I posted the Flash one. Yes, this one I put in my cart. So if you go to my Twitter and you go to the Amazon link that I posted for the Flash Imperial Palace, yeah, definitely going to have to get that guy. Definitely going to have to get that guy. <sighs> and then, hey, look at this. We got... Um, of course, uh, uh, Mary Bell, Mary Bell Verdu, who plays Nora Allen in the Flash movie. She posted this right here, thanking uh, Mr. Muschietti. Muschietti, I mean, come on. How could he not want to support this guy? Look at that face. Look at that face. How could he not want to support that guy? But yeah, she thanked him for, she shot all her scenes for the Flash movie. So she thanked, uh, thanked him in Spanish right there. And uh, it's great. It's absolutely great. I'm glad that she did that. And then, oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God. Can you believe that they did this in the Suicide Squad movie? Bouncing boobies. <gasps> ah, somebody. Somebody canceled James Gunn. Well, that's what some people, some people, um, specifically, I don't know, certain people were not too happy about bouncing boobies. So, of course, I made the joke of, like, the movie literally has John Cena in whitey tidies with his bulge, like, right up close and everything and then there's literally literally a guy that gets offed who has no pants on full dong hanging out but hey let's all complain about bouncing boobies god i swear i i just the discourse when it comes to these movies and whether you like the director or like the movie or not they'll come up with any excuse and i know some people are like yeah but imagine if zach snyder did that like yeah i get that I get that. I totally get that. If Zach did something like that, of course, there'd be a certain, I just, yes, yeah, there's always going to be a bias, but don't, don't act like those people would act to a different director. That's what I, that's what I hate about this whole thing. It's like, yeah, I get it. If Zack Snyder did a scene like this, yeah, a, a bunch of people would be like, you know, get all huffy puffy about it. Cause they always constantly go after him for sexual over sexualizing a woman or something like that. And, and then of course they, you know, James Gunn gets a free pass. Like, no, not necessarily. It's, it's not like that. It's not even that big of a deal. That's the thing, but don't act like they act to a different, I don't know. That's what I, so I kind of made, of course, the, uh, the joke about that. Some people took this, some people took this tweet a little too seriously, which was funny because I, I you know, I, I didn't, I, of course I wasn't going to walk out of the theater because I saw John Cena's bulge in whitey tidies. Come on. Uh, yeah, it was meant as a joke. And you know what's funny about this? You should see the actress, this actress right here. She showed up. She showed up to the premiere wearing less than this. She was wearing stomach exposed. It was like a fucking tube top thing. She was wearing way less than what she was wearing here. So, and it's just funny how people are trying to use that. And it's just like, what the hell? Stop it, guys. Uh, the Rick and Morty, uh, will have an hour long season five finale. So. I have to catch up. I don't think I've watched any of season five yet. Um, anytime I put it on, I just put it on an order on HBO Max. And uh, I think I'm finishing up season four right now. So, yep. So, Rick and Morty fans, season five finale is going to be an hour long. Hour long. Got to love that. And we got Michael Myers right here messing with people on the road. Got to love that. It's fun. 
<laughs> can you imagine being at a stoplight? And this dog starts barking at him. I love that. Yeah. Can you imagine just pulling up next to somebody who's got a Michael Myers mask on? I mean, these people are getting freaked out. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. So there you go, guys. That's all the tweets right there. But uh, yeah, let's relax, okay? Let's relax. <coughs> so everything was out. Yeah. Uh, you're rewatching season. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in the middle of uh, season four myself. So, all right, let's talk about this, guys. Deathstroke in the Suicide Squad. So, I mean, we've heard from Joe Ming. Joe Ming, Magnello, Magnello, Magnello. <laughs> Joe Ming. Let's just keep it at that. Uh, which I've talked to, which is crazy. Um, of course, that was a little bit of a struggle, little technical difficulties when that happened at Justice Con, but still, we connected on Metallica at least. Anyways, so when it comes to Joe Mang, he's actually taught he's talked about it in many uh interviews where when it came to his death stroke, that there was a lot of mention that he was possibly going to be included with the Suicide Squad sequel. And it went deep. It went deep into it, apparently. Went very it, pretty deep. There was many uh versions of the script that had Deathstroke in it. And now we have images of a uh, little behind the scenes. Let's see. Ah, oh, crap. I thought I had it up. Crap. I thought I did. Oops. Hold on, guys. I got to freaking find that again. Here, I'll find it. It was, uh, it was actually on my Twitter feed. I thought I had it saved. I must have closed out of it. My bad. But yeah, there's like images from behind the scenes where it looks like James Gunn is basically pitching a bunch of scenes. And uh, here it is right here. Um, and you see Deathstroke right here in some uh, concept art. So we got James Gunn talking about a lot of scenes. And as you can see all around the room, we got like Starro over here drawn up in the city. We got the El Dorado, which was the working title. We got some Harley Quinn. Uh, looks like Blackguard. We got Team One right here. We got TDK right there. We got the... Uh, Opening scene with a uh, savant right here that in the prison showing that. But over here in team two, you look closely, you go, that's not blood sport. Definitely not blood sport. It is definitely dead shot. As you could see, you could tell the orange and the blue, the dark blue right there. Boop. So there you go. So originally when it was pretty much uh, a lot of pre-production was happening, it seemed like Deathstroke was actually going to be leading that team too, which is very interesting because, you know, when you watch the movie now and you see Bloodsport's character, you kind of go, well, he seems like he was a placeholder for Deadshot, you know? A lot of, you know, there's a lot of similarities when it comes to Deadshot's backstory and then Bloodsport's backstory but then what have i what did i keep saying guys i mean as much as we were they there was like thoughts of is is uh is will smith just you know are they just gonna have deadshot gonna be a part of the suicide squad and they're gonna hold out until he absolutely says he has to turn it down no it seems like uh the suicide squad was never going to have Deadshot in it and I've you know I've always wondered about that because I always thought that hey I was always kind of even hearing things that Will Smith just didn't want to do it just didn't want to do it okay he has uh you know he's done two movies with David Ayer there's possibly possibly going to be a third one coming out if they do bright two I don't know and it just seems like to me like maybe he was just going eh now nah, thanks 
So this shows you right here that Deadshot was never in the original, like, I don't think he was ever in the, uh, I think Will Smith was always like, he turned it down quickly to me, to be, to be honest, because it's just, when you see this right here, it's like they always, they had Slade, they were, they were betting on that because, well, let's face it, he was already an established character, you already have the actor, so that would have been, yeah, no A or no Smith, I just, to me, I think there's something there. I honestly, I believe that there's something there when it comes to that the relationship between those two guys. And I think the fact that Ayer wasn't going to be involved, so Smith didn't want to be involved. That's just that's just me right there. I'm not saying that it's like actual fact, but I'm just just it just seems like that's the case. But it is interesting the fact that we have all this concept art, and I'm wondering if James Gunn will ever release it, ever talk about it. The fact that Deathstroke was supposed to be like the leader pretty much can you imagine that oh that would have been interesting because it would have been a whole different kind of obviously backstory if slade was going to be involved with this career right here and be leading that that second team and of course when you watch the movie you know we realize okay you got the first team and they pretty much all get off except for flag and gwen and then you got the second team that's right there and it it would have been slade you just kind of got to you got you got to kind of wonder like what that would have been like man and you kind of you, you got to wonder too like why they decided not to go with it because you you better believe that Joe Mang was was pretty much down to do it i would say that he was pretty down to do uh suicide squad anything with deathstroke to be honest but then at the same time we know that Joe's Deathstroke, when it came to his script and what they wanted to do, even with uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, they, he wanted to very much have this Deathstroke to be pretty grounded. Suicide Squad, not grounded. Definitely not grounded. So, sorry, little uh, little something in my throat right there. But so it, it, it makes you kind of wonder because we haven't heard anything. I mean, Joe Mang hasn't tweeted about the Suicide Squad. Nothing about that. It's all. It's all very interesting because I just wonder how much he was in talks to do it. Did Joe actually want to do it when he read the script? You know, because let's face it, you know, these these characters are just, they're, they're, it's all batshit crazy. It's not grounded at all. I mean, obviously, you know, if you're going to be in a suicide squad, I, I could see Joe wanting to be in a more grounded approach for when it comes to suicide squad, like what David Ayer was trying to do. And obviously Joe would want to be, he was in a David Ayer movie. Um uh, was it what movie was that with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, where you know, and I love that Joe can do a, a great um Arnold Schwarzenegger uh impression, and he had those stories from the set of uh, totally just drawn a blank. It's like one word, right? You guys will tell me, I know you will, totally just drawn a blank on it, but you know that Joe would automatically if David Ayer, I mean, it just makes you wonder too if like they were if they were gonna use David Ayer as a director again for the sequel if they didn't do all the shit that they did, I mean, man, it would have been interesting. It would have been totally different. Sabotage. There you go. Yeah. Not demolition. <laughs> no sabotage. I knew I was like, it started with an S it starts with an S and I could not, I was like, no, I wasn't sure. <laughs> but anyways, you kind of makes you wonder like, um, what would have happened if, uh, if David A were still involved and, and, uh, what's going on, Mike G. How you doing, sir? Um, yeah, it just kind of makes you wonder. And I, I just, I just kind of wonder how in depth these uh, conversations happened when it came to Joe and James and Warner Brothers and what they wanted to do with the Destro character. But I mean, it went as far as concept art. But then it kind of makes you wonder too: Did 
Zack Snyder's Justice League kind of put a little uh, damper on that too, because the fact of the matter is we're going to, I mean, even though we see the Deathstroke scene in Justice League, of course, it's a little bit different. They tweaked it. But at the same time, we get, we get uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and showing that scene the way that it was supposed to be where Slade basically learns that, hey, yeah, Batman is Bruce Wayne. So now I'm going to, I'm going to like wreak havoc on his life. So that's interesting. That's what I uh, I want to know, like how in depth, like how long, you know, did was Joe gung ho for it? What did he sign on? I mean, when you have concept art, you look at that room, you look at that room with all the concept art, you see a lot of things that all like, oh, yeah, that was in the movie. 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 The, really, the only thing that wasn't in the movie was Deathstroke. When you see those shots, it's like, no, they just replaced him with Bloodsport. Interesting. So. I want to read that version of the script. How would have that? How would that have gone? Because obviously they wouldn't have had the the silly, you know, the 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 daughter thing, you know, which I didn't, you know, I didn't really dig. I mean, I I got I, I understand that that was the reason why Bloodsport was all about doing this mission. Of course, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, yeah, funny little exchange they had through through the glass in the prison, sure. But then when it came back around and like, that's my dad, that's my dad. It's like, shut up. So cliche, you know, it was almost like that was like a last minute thing. So interesting, very interesting. Would have been uh yeah. So all I'm saying is, and I, I think a lot of, a lot of you were like agreeing with the fact is like, yeah, put them in the next suicide squad. Why not? You know, let them hunt, let the suicide squad hunt Deathstroke. That would be kind of cool. If the suicide squad, Hunted Deathstroke. I think that would be pretty sweet. And I think some people would actually dig that. Thank you, David the Batman, for the super chat. Bro, all Zach's 2020, uh, 2021 JL multiverse figures are sold out in all stores around me. That's saying something. Sorry. Yes, exactly. No, that's good, Dave. Oh, shut up, Walter. Shut up. Um, I hate father and daughter relationship. <laughs> now I just I'm you know, just add a little bit to it. Don't do the cliche stuff. No, but uh, yeah, you're right, David, the Batman. I can't, I mean, I've looked at uh, Target and Walmart and haven't found anything either. That's why I've had other, you know, I mean, Scott, Scott, Scott got me this one, got me this Superman. I, I desperately want the, the black and silver Superman, but you know, I got this guy right here at least. And I got, of course, my flash, but I ordered that one on Amazon, but yeah, it seems like uh, anytime that I've gone to a Target or I haven't gone to Walmart in a while, but anytime I went to Target, yeah, Zack Snyder, Justice League, McFarlane toys, all out. So, yeah. But anyway, so just saying, um, yeah, Dave Bloodsport is Bloodsport let his kid go to jail. Yeah, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Isn't Deadshot solo movie on Zach's producer titles? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened to that solo movie when it comes to Deadshot. I, I mean, I personally, I, you know, when it comes, yeah, it would have been cool to see Deathstroke in the Suicide Squad, but I'm actually cool that they introduced a character that a lot of people didn't know about. I mean, I wasn't even too familiar. I remember hearing, you know, about the character, but I didn't know like full on, and I, you know, I knew like minor, minimal stuff when it came to Bloodsport. So, you know, when they started talking to you know when they started talking about him and that's who Idris Alba was going to be I went okay you started researching like oh yeah 
this character. Okay. And, and it's kind of cool that they introduced this new character that nobody was not the general audience was familiar with. I like that, but let's make the next, I just want to see Deadshot Bloodsport team up and then put some Deathstroke in there. Can you imagine that fucking movie? You have Bloodsport, you have Deadshot, and then maybe they go after Slade. Can you imagine? Jesus Christ. That'd be insane. But it would have to be a little bit more serious, okay? That's why it's like, I don't want James Gunn to direct the third movie. He, you know, he, the Suicide Squad's fine. I mean, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Liked it. It's enjoyable. Get somebody else in there and, you know, maybe have, I don't know. It's, I know it's a Suicide Squad movie, so you have to have some characters that get offed and, James Gunn really, I mean, James Gunn off so many characters that it was enough for two movies. But I'm just saying, I would just love to see a Bloodsport Deadshot team up movie and maybe they hunt Slade. Oh, God. Anybody got boner? Yeah. Nerd boner alert. That's what I'm talking about. Applesauce, bitch. God. And then somehow incorporate that guy in there. That's all I'm saying. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. So. Then this, uh, let me see. I forgot to change the uh, Michael Keaton talks about getting back into the bat suit. There we go. All right. I had to edit it because, like I said, I changed the second topic of today because I was just going to talk about the, the running title and then talk about the Batman um, spinoff series a little bit. But there wasn't really much there. But Michael Keaton talks about getting back into the bat suit. Okay. So this kind of came across from uh, Kevin McCaffrey, McCarthy, I should say, not McCaffrey, McCarthy. Uh, obviously, you know, it's funny for like the past, Jesus Christ, um, th there's a movie that he's coming out with that he's doing press for. It's called The Protege, and it's got um, uh, Maggie Q, which oh, I always, ever since Mission Impossible 3, man, I always had a crush on her. It's got Sam Jackson in it. Looks interesting. But it's funny because I've seen this trailer. Every movie, I think it was Army of the Dead, Fast 9, Suicide Squad. Every movie that I have watched in the movie theater since the movie theaters have opened back up, I've seen this fucking trailer. So I want to see the movie, but I'm tired of seeing the trailer. I'm just saying. But that's what Michael Keaton is promoting right now. So naturally, I mean, he's like the baddie of the movie, which, you know, like I said, looks good. But at the same time... um, he, of course, is going to get asked about what's happening with the Flash and uh, the Batsuit and all that stuff. Yeah, Mike G, I'm, I'm, yes, 100%. The the costume is going to be partially CGI. It's probably he's probably going to still have the cowl on at least. So, but then again, maybe it's all CGI. Maybe it's all not even him. But of course, he has to answer the question when somebody's going to ask. So uh, here's the video right here where he talks about it. And uh, let's see, share that audio. All right, so here it is right here, and let's hear what he has to say. Because you mentioned London and you mentioned Batman. Um, I know you, London's probably where you were shooting The Flash, and I know that you're returning as Batman. So just a quick question on that. What was it like to put the suit back on again? And what, what was emotionally what that felt like? But also memories you pulled from Burton's film that you then are now using with Muschietti in The Flash. Muschietti, like riding a bike. Like riding a bike. Really? <laughs> yeah <laughs> oddly yes and also man memories came flashing Fla no, no pun intended came came flooding back <laughs> it did just i started thinking about thinking about what what a risk tim tim took and everybody else involved really but how what 
what Tim's, I say this all the time, it's true. He started everything when it comes to this. Yeah, yeah it was fun. There was a whole bunch of stuff I could talk about. Because you mentioned. Yeah, we'll talk more about it, Michael. Jeez. So it's like riding a bike. And is it me or does Michael Keaton not look like he's 70 years old? That man is 70 years old. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Looks like he's like uh, maybe mid to late 50s, if anything. Guy's in good shape. Kept up. You know, he was never like a big dude. He was never like a full-on athletic dude, but always kept like a, like a good shape. He always had like a very uh, lean frame to him. So, yeah, Maggie Q is awesome. Um, so I definitely want to see the movie. I'm just tired of seeing the same trailer <laughs> every time I go see a movie. So there you go. It's like riding a bike, Michael Keaton says. But like I said, yeah. When it comes to the question, like how much of it's going to be CGI, how much of it's going to be practical, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. Kind of similar how the Flash costume is, the new Flash suit that we've already seen where, yeah, part of it. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a full on, apparently, if that leaked image was anything that um, was true. But we saw that one where, where Ezra Miller was actually outside and he had the mocap PJs, but he had the cowl on and the boots on. So it's going to be interesting to see. But I just... All I know is, you know, when it comes to next month, I just hope Muschietti just please post, post that, post the fucking, uh, the bat fleck, fat bat, please, with the new costume, the newish costume. And uh, yeah, please post that. And then, of course, please have both Batmans fighting, not with each other, but fighting. Well, no, not fighting against each other, but with each other. That's, that's what... Just, that's just what us Batman nerds want right there. Um, and when it comes to, uh, you know, I mean, obviously Michael Keaton's being, he's being nice about it. Let's face it. When it came to, when it came to those nineties Batman movies, we know that those, those bat suits were fucking big time uncomfortable. They still are. Ben Affleck didn't even like the new costumes. I mean, then the, you know, the justice league cow, I don't care what anybody says. And I think even Zach said, Oh yeah, he could still turn his head <laughs> barely. Okay. Yeah, the, the BBS Cal could turn his head pretty well. Justice League Cal, I mean, that's why we all kind of wondered when, when we saw, even like before, when we saw in uh, some of the trailers where he was kind of doing the bat shoulder turn. It's like, yeah, apparently when it comes to that Cal, and and this has been verified, Reeves, Reeves Effects, remember, he was on the Vodka stream a couple of few weeks ago, and he talked about that. Because he's, you know, he's in that world of costume designing. And he goes, oh, yeah, you can barely move your fucking head on that one. But, yeah, but when we go back to those costumes, like the Michael Keaton costumes, both of them. And then Val Kilmer, if you watched Val, he talks about how he could barely move in that costume either. And, uh, you know, he has some jokes to say about that. But it's like, yeah, you can't maneuver well. So I'm sure whatever costume that they created for Michael Keaton, that is probably both practical as well as CGI, I'm sure it's way more comfortable, especially now that he's like 70 years old, even though he looks in great shape, just looks, looks, uh, looks like he, uh, he looks like he hasn't aged in like the last 15 years, to be honest. But, um, yeah, you better believe that they did something where it's like, okay, we got you now. It, it, it's yeah. You're not going to be wearing that thick rubber where you can't hear shit anymore. You're good. Michael, you good? Just put it on. You'll be fine. Okay, I just wonder if he's going to, if it's going to be something, if the cow is going to be something like uh, Kingdom Come-ish-esque, you know, it's going to be maybe, you know, metal-esque. I mean, he's going to have the white eyes. That's what I wonder. Is the white eyes going to be there? They're going to be lit up. They're going to take take a page out of uh, the armored suit. 
that Batfleck war and just kind of do that? I hope so. That that'd be kind of cool. Let's not have another let's not have another scene like in Batman Returns where they cut away and they cut back and the black makeup is gone and then he rips off the mask. I still to this day do not understand why they kept that in there when it's so fucking noticeable. It's like all you had to do was just go, okay, okay, Michael, you're gonna be taking off your mask now, and he still has the black makeup. Just do this. Then we're going to cut to uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's face and then you're going to rip it off and then the black makeup's not going to be there. Good? Good. Simple as that. You could just edit it like that. But no, instead, they edit it like you see the black makeup, goes to Michelle Pfeiffer's face, then goes back to Michael Keaton's face before he rips off the mask and it's clearly no black makeup there. I mean, it's so fucking noticeable. I noticed it like probably the first time when I was a kid, I went... I mean, it's it's like, what were they thinking right there? I just, I, to this day, don't understand. Like, a simple edit of him just doing this. Cut. Okay, let's take off the makeup or whatever. All right, action. Froof. I mean, that's simple edit. I never understood that. But anyways, still excited to see Michael Keaton in his new suit. That reveal is going to blow up the fucking internet. It's going to be interesting. And if there's a shot with him and Batfleck together... <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, let's face it. It's going to be uh it's going to be one of those days and uh, a lot of us are just going to be ha. Huh. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. But I don't Oh, oh yeah, he also talked to um thank you uh Jose for the super chat. Keaton told Jake uh, Hamilton, I don't want to give too much away, but I do have to learn how to play against myself and with myself. What? Interesting. So Keaton dropping some other stuff. So there might be multiple Batmans. <laughs> this movie, this movie's going to be insane. And I really hope, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, the more that comes about, the more that we're going to get, I mean, we still got over a year before this movie comes out. It, this movie, you know, it's going to be insane. And yeah, I don't know. That's crazy right there. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, Michael Keaton's going to play with himself. That's what he said. That's all I took from that. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the uh, the next topic. Hugh Jackman squashes Wolverine return. Now, everybody was kind of wondering because... Remember when uh, he posted like a boss logic of the, you know, uh, boss logic art of like the claws and everybody was going, oh, my God, he's hinting that he's coming back. And let's let's be honest, folks. Guys, girls, whoever. Logan, perfect send off for him and Patrick Stewart when it comes to that franchise. That's why anytime there was a rumor that either one of those two actors was going to be coming back to reprise a role as these characters that they were playing for 18 years that they did so well, it, I just went, no, 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 no. I don't, I know, no, no, please, no. It was a perfect send-off. Logan, I mean, every time I watch it, when Xavier dies, I fucking well up, choke up. When, when, when Logan dies, same thing. The movie is just a perfect fucking send-off. Perfect send-off when it comes to all that. Of course, Dave, what? What did I say? What do you guys say? <clears throat> Fong? What? <laughs> um, anyways, so, yeah, there was all this rumor, and then they talk about, of course, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, which, yeah, that was a missed opportunity. I give, I, I totally agree with that. And then, you know, speaking of um, 
what's his name, Mr. Uh, Jake Hamilton. This is actually from his interview with uh, Hugh Jackman, of course, who's um, promoting Reminiscence, which I want to see looks great. So this is uh, this is Hugh Jackman squashing that and saying it right here. Is there is there a story angle or a pitch under that multiverse umbrella that could convince you to reprise Wolverine? Well, the fact, Jake, that I'm hearing about this from you and there's nothing in my inbox from Kevin Feige means it's probably, no matter what idea I came up with, not on the table. Let's just be clear there. But no, I, I, I realized before we shot Logan, I was like, we got the idea. We knew what it was going to be-ish, right? And I thought, this is it. Yeah. And that really helped me. It really helped knowing I was going into my last season, that it was my last season, yeah. that I made the most of it. And it's still a, a character I hold close to my heart, but I know it's done. Tell, tell that to whoever you want, but please tell it to Ryan because he like, doesn't <laughs> believe it. He thinks I'm joking. Please. Okay. You. I'll, tell, I'll call him. Is there, is See, there I mean, it's just like, just, just, just put Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman and, and uh, you know, some kind of buddy cop kind of movie. I don't know. Th those two do need to be in a movie. Sure. And, and yes, it, it would have been awesome to see Deadpool and Wolverine together on screen. Yes, uh, obviously. But, you know, sadly, that's not going to be the case. But I love what, what Hugh Jackman has to say right there. It's like, come on. That's it. He went into this one. And pretty much was like going like, that's it for me. And yeah, you could totally tell. I mean, to be honest, I mean, when it comes to CBMs getting nominated for Academy Awards for acting, I'm saying like, yeah, all three of the leads should have got something. They all did exceptionally well. It, would they have won? Probably not. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, uh, best uh, best actor performance, of course, Hugh Jackman, uh, best uh, supporting actress, which is uh, Daphne, what's her name? Uh, of course, she did excellent. And then, of course, supporting male, uh, Patrick Stewart would have been great, you know, but it only got nominated for like adapted screenplay, which is dumb. But yeah, I like what he has to say right there. So, but the fact of the matter is, is Hugh Jackman is going to be asked that question over and 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 over again, because it's just, you know, you know how it is. Just like Emily Blunt keeps on getting asked about if she wants to be in a CBM or what would you feel about playing Sue Storm? You know, that's just going to be a constant thing. It's always going to be a constant thing, but that's just the way things work. But he definitely did squash it. Um, I mean, Obviously, that's what put him on the map, but I'm just saying, like, to, to get – it's just like Robert Downey Jr. even coming back as, as Iron Man, to get sent off by saving the world and doing the, your very own snap where you sacrifice yourself for, for the whole world. It's like, yeah, how do you come back from that? You don't. You don't. Don't come back from that. That's the way you send off the fucking character right there. That's the way you do it. That is the way you do it. So, good on Hugh. Like it. But, yes. Somebody put him and Ryan Reynolds in a movie together at least. Okay? And then they can make the jokes. Because they would, of course. Mr. Pal, the plumber, had a cameo in uh, in uh, the Suicide Squad. Did he really? Hmm. What scene was that? You have to tell me what scene that was. All right. And then uh, sticking with um, the MCU, the deleted Black Widow ending. So... Um, we have this scene right here. I don't know if you guys saw it. I don't know how much I can actually watch of it for if unless I don't think I don't think it'll be that bad. But apparently there was a scene right here where where basically uh, 
Uh, somebody filmed it off their thing right here. Um, Natasha goes back to that hometown that, and I, this is what I don't get sometimes when, especially when it, oh, look at that. Even showing like a kid, you know, of course, with a bow and arrow and everything. And she's just basically rolling back in. This is before she goes off, you know, to uh, do Avengers Infinity War. And I'm just kind of going like, why, why, why would you do this? Why would you delete this scene? This is why, I mean, that's why we're like, mm. like it, it totally makes sense because when you, when you watch Black Widow, it opens up at least, you know, it opens up with a young Natasha in this neighborhood. Okay. Riding a bike just like that. So to come full circle, I mean, that's just kind of one of those things. So one of those, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure the director was like, yeah, let's do this. And then all of a sudden it was just like, Feige, Feige said, nah. Remove that. Why? This is what I don't understand sometimes about this because this would actually make the film better because of the full circle thing. You know, to be honest, that I would have went like, okay, cool scene at the end. And it would have made the film a little bit better in my eyes. But again, you got all these people and then you got Feige going like, nah, don't do that. Now, now, why, why would we have her do that? I know. And it's just, yeah, exactly. Eric, it's like you see these deleted scenes that come out and then you go, okay, why, why did you remove that? And, and you kind of wonder too, is like, did they do a test screening that had that and it didn't test well, or just Feige didn't want that because he felt like it was too deep. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I don't get that because yeah, that would have been a, it would have been cool because like I said, the opening Young Natasha on her bike in this neighborhood. And then after this whole story happens, she goes back, sees kids playing, realizes that, hey, she's look at, she looks at this little girl and goes, hey, yeah, I just freed a bunch of young ladies who were hypnotized under the widow program, you know? And it's just, just kind of would have made, it would have wrapped it up nicely in a, you know, better little bow as opposed to, you know, she's just going to go off and, you know, she dyed her hair blonde and just going to go off and that's it. And then, and then of course, post credit scene. That's probably, I don't know. Yeah, it probably, I don't know if they, yeah, I don't know if it was a test screening thing, but it's just kind of interesting um, that, that they didn't decide that. That's what I just kind of wonder. I'm like, that's just, that, that would have been good for the story. In my opinion, you're uh, you agree a 95% of uh, Feige's decisions. You know what? I mean, I, Hey, most of the decisions are, are, are great. Obviously, that's why and the MCU is where it's at right now because Kevin Feige made some really good decisions. That's just, that's the way it is. I just don't agree with this one. <laughs> like, come on, right there. I mean, it's just full. It's like a circle, a circle. That's right. It's like a circle. Did I just get canceled right now? Probably because I did an impression of uh, of Rob Schneider in uh, Chuck and Larry who was doing an impression of a uh, of an older Asian man. <laughs> Which, yeah, probably couldn't be made this day, even though he's part, like, Filipino, I believe. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you know. So maybe I just got canceled right there for going, it's a, it's a circle. My bad. Now, don't cancel me. I tried not to get canceled. That's right. What's going on, Anthony? That's right. I got the fucking, uh, the Grady Kid shirt going on today. 
Thank you, Brian, for the uh, the super ch- or the, yeah, the super chat. Lloyd uh, Kaufman cameos in um, the Suicide Squad, go- Godfather of Grindhouse. I didn't see him. Um, who was the cam? I, who did he cameo as? What scene was he in? Lloyd uh, Kaufman. I didn't see him. There's all kinds of. Uh, I'm sure there's uh, other Easter eggs and other stuff. I haven't checked that on the Easter eggs and cameos or whatever the hell. I mean, I know, uh, what's his name? Uh, the creator of the Suicide Squad was uh, in the beginning when he injected into, what's his name, into Rooker's uh, head. I know he was in there, Oslander, whatever. Oslander, I, I ever always say his name wrong. Creator of the Suicide Squad. He was in there, which was cool. It was a nice little Easter egg. But we already we saw that from the first trailer, which was uh, awesome. But, yeah. Dancing in the bar scene. Ah, okay. So I have to look for them. Look for that. Look for Mr. Lloyd Kaufman. So... Good stuff. All right. He's in the bar scene and he's dancing with the woman in a peacemaker. And then he, okay. Okay. Did not catch that. See, I'll have to look for that next time because yes, the suicide squad is a movie I could very well put on again. That's what I liked about it is the fact, I mean, I, you know, I didn't love it, but at the same time, I, you know, black widow, I don't care to see it again. <laughs> suicide squad. I'll gladly put that on in the background and be like, yeah, it's an enjoyable film. It really is. So, Ah, anyways, all right, let's go to the Twitter questions, guys, real quick, and then, uh, like I said, you members, we'll, um, we'll do uh, our very own private, private stream, that's right, we'll do that right after this, boop, 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 doo, 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 doo. all right, here we go, Twitter questions right here, so Brad, also, why do, uh, why do slim chance and fat chance mean the same thing, but... <laughs> Wise man and wise guy don't. Wow. All right. Getting all philosophical right here. Why do slim chance and fat chance mean the same thing, but wise man and wise guy don't? Wise man, of course. But yeah, look at this fucking wise guy over here. Yeah. But slim chance and fat chance. Yeah. Two different, I mean, slim and fat, but yet you put chance by them. They mean the exact same thing. You just blew my mind, sir. Eric. Okay, so let me get this straight. Guns re- repeatedly expressed support for released air cut. He's talked with Ayer about said cut, almost like he wants to be consistent. He continues Harley's arc from previous films. He was game to use Joe M's uh, Deathstroke, almost like, uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's almost like he wanted to continue the way things should have been. Why is, uh, and speaking of Man of Steel, Man of Steel is trending right now. Interesting. Oh, because he's part of Fortnite. 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 Is that what's going on? That's interesting. I like you always it's always nice to see uh Man of Steel trending. Yeah. I think Gunn was very much gung ho with like what, what with things that were already established. He definitely was. Uh Mr. Aaron S. Bailey, if Peacemaker on HBO Max does well, do you think we'll get other Suicide Squad character shows it might even lead in a roundabout way to getting the Snyderverse on the platform now, right? Um, yeah, definitely do that. I, I would hope so. Bloodsport, like I said, there needs to be more Bloodsport for sure. Um, oh, this is what Brad initially said. David Ayers uh, put out some interesting tweets today. I think after the last two weeks, maybe. Also, the Halloween stuff popping up now. Favorite Halloween movies? I've also thought... Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman is really underrated. Yeah, it's it's underrated. He did well, but there's some hokey stuff when it comes to Van Helsing. Uh, Steven Somers, right? 
Um, Halloween stuff. Favorite Halloween movies? I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I'm all like, when it comes to watching scary movies and stuff, I mean, I was never big on the slasher stuff. Always more about the sci-fi stuff, like a, like an evil. Well, Evil Dead's not really sci-fi. Eh, sci-fi is just horror. But, you know, Evil Dead's and the you're From Beyond, your the Thing, you know, stuff like that. I would like to watch around there. Uh, Ronak, hey Dave, how about this idea for Suicide Squad? For Suicide Squad 2. Starts in Nightmare. Maybe you meant 3. Starts in Nightmare World with Squad going for a mother box. They fail their mission. And the movie ends with Batman joining them. And thus leading to Justice uh, League 2. I think it's awesome. So uh, Warner Brothers probably won't make it. Right? Now that does sound awesome. To have a Suicide Squad in the Nightmare World. That would be pretty damn sweet. That would be very sweet. So. Carrie, Dave, here's a Suicide Squad sequel. Task Force X has to stop Deathstroke from assassinating the president of Biolia. Uh, <laughs> you know me and pronouncing things wrong. Deadshot and Bloodsport are team leaders and bring back Killer Croc. I liked him in A or Suicide Squad. What do you think? I like that. That's kind of like what I was talking about. We're, we're on the same page, Carrie. Like I said, Bloodsport, Deadshot. Going after Deathstroke? Yeah. And then you bring Killer Croc in there too? Yeah. Why not? I like it. I dig it. Michael, I read what Hugh Jackman said and kind of feel he would uh, do Deadpool 3. You? Nah, I don't know about that. Also curious what your favorite graphic novel is and what your favorite solo Batfleck is. Uh, live action animated. Mine for both is Batman The Dark Knight Returns. They did a great job adapting it. Yeah. Um... I would probably agree, but you know what? I mean, a long, I, I love Long Halloween, and I have not watched part two yet. I do plan on watching part two this week because it you know, finally got released, and I'll do a review of it. But, you know, that's always going to be up there as well as year one, and I thought they did a pretty good job with year one. But I would have to agree with you that, yeah, when it comes to The Dark Knight Returns, it's pretty much um, I'm, I'm with you right there when it comes to adapting that story, obviously. Edward, hey Dave, with Deathstroke originally in the Suicide Squad, I just think it wouldn't make sense with him meeting Lex, but then he is in prison. I hope Deathstroke cross, crosses path with a Peacemaker on a project. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Is Deathstroke being reserved for Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 or Ben Affleck's Batman? Dun, dun, dun. That'd be sweet. That'd be better. Kevin, hey Dave, which Batmobile sequence do you like more? BVS or Zack Snyder Justice League? Probably BVS. I think I like BVS's Batmobile sequence just a little bit more. Ryan, you mentioned a Zack Snyder Suicide Squad last night. Uh, got me thinking, ooh, Omri Hardwick as Bronze Tiger. Now you're talking there, Ryan. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, we need more. We mean we need more uh Amari. I said Amari, sorry. Amari Hardwick. We need more Amari Hardwick, man. Cool. Oh wow, they had the birds, huh? Oh, it kind of just, you know, that is kind of funny though, that there's blood right there and there's a lot of birds that got killed in the movie. Not a lot, but you know. Yeah. Uh Rye, the Batman coming in once again to set DC straight. Can't wait. Thank you, Ryan. I know I changed that subject a little bit. CK, Cooper Knox, forget the No Way Home trailer. I want to know when the Matrix 4 trailer is going to drop. Thank you. Thank you. I'm more curious about that, to be honest. <laughs> I'm more excited about the Matrix 4 trailer than Spider-Man No Way Home. 
That's just me, though. Just blessing the timeline with a uh, bay catcher. Yeah, now she's so pretty and she's goofy. I don't know what she's wearing right there, but I don't care. She's got them pretty eyes. That's all that matters. Yeah, she's a very beautiful woman right there. There was a, a pretty risque photo shoot she did have, too, that showed, you know, some more skin. And I was like, oh, oh, my. Yeah, it was kind of nice. So anyways, there you go, guys. That is the show for today. Appreciate you guys clicking in. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Uh, hit that notification bell. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like I said, we're going to do a members-only stream after this. So members, look for it in your YouTube stream. I'll be posting it specifically for you guys, of course. So we'll talk a little bit after this. And then, of course, uh, if you want to join the Patreon, Patreon's also down below. And then, of course, the Film Junkie Closet with merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. So if you want to do all that, check it out. And like I said, I'll see you soon, members only. And uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow for the regular show. All right. Bye.